welcome to the Lead to Lead podcast. We believe that God is calling you to be a leader, a leader of your own life first and then of others, leading with wisdom, intention, and humility. Join us as we chat through quick tips, skills, and ways to equip you on your journey as a leader. Merry Christmas, and welcome back to the Lead to Lead podcast. We are so thankful to have you all joining us today. Uh, it's me, VJ Tunkel, your host, and my co-host, Doyle DeGraw. Hey, Doyle. Hey, how are you doing? Good, man. Uh, and we plan on giving you guys some great practical steps today to help you through the Christmas season, as well as a picture and a question that we hope will shape your mindset towards rest. Yeah, you know, the thing that we want to talk about today is an issue that's uh, pressing for all of us as we come up to the Christmas season. As leaders, it doesn't matter what kind of thing you do as a leader, whether you're working in a church or working in a bank or working in a school, especially if you're working in a school, Christmas time, hmm. Christmas, two-week break is like what you've been anticipating for the last <laughs> three months. Yep. And so uh, we want to refer to some things that Kerry Newhoff shared in a recent podcast that he did and some recent blogs that he wrote. And he said the same thing that we want to talk about, that as a leader, a lot of times we come up to Christmas Eve, honestly, totally exhausted. And if you're a pastor and you're in a church where you're doing Christmas Eve services, you come to the night of Christmas Eve and the house is perfectly decorated, the food's out and friends and family are over. And you're just kind of staring at the wall because uh, you can hardly stay awake because you're, you're realizing you've been running on adrenaline for such a long time that now you've got to stop. And your focus, hopefully, is on your family, on your kids, and the gifts, and the meals. But a lot of times what ends up happening is you don't have anything left. You're exhausted. And you can't really engage. You can't pay attention. You can't listen. And so uh, we want to try to do uh, talk about some things that will help us keep from avoiding missing the opportunities that seasons of rest bring for us. And not only... Uh, look for the opportunities, but find ways to be intentional so that we have have uh, sowed some seeds ahead of time so that when times of rest come, we can benefit the most out of that, that time we have available to us. So um, what, are some, what are some things that you do? We want you to think about that. So how do you take time off? How do you get some rest? And how do you take a break deep enough that you rest and your family doesn't end up resenting you because you're nowhere to be found, even though you're in the room, if you know what I mean, because you're not paying attention. So here's one of the first things we'd like you to think about coming from Kerry. He talks about the, the need to stop saying you're trying to take a break and just do it. Quit giving lip service to the idea. Yeah, I feel like this is just part of our American culture is that we're we're trying to slow down. We're trying. We know what we're supposed to do, at least. A lot of people know that we're supposed to slow down in this season, and yet that's not enough to know what you're supposed to do and not do it. Uh, that's, that's actually probably more stressful than being naive and thinking that your whole life is supposed to be running. Um, if you, if you tr like are saying you're trying to and you're not doing it, you need to just kind of break through that barrier and just do it. Just stop right now. Just stop the podcast right now. Go take a break. Come back later. Yeah, and we won't be offended if you stop the podcast. But... We would like you to come back later. <laughs> but uh, here's another thing. Uh, mess with your mind a little bit. In other words, disrupt your routine. And I bet you all of you have a routine. You've checked the settings on your phone. You have certain settings a certain way that you want them to be, like notifications. Turn off all the notifications. In fact, turn off all the notifications and decide which ones are really important 
after you have a season of rest. Set your phone to do not disturb. If you don't have your phone on do not disturb at some time in the evening, like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., not to come, I mean 10 p.m., and not to come back on at 7 a.m., if you're not doing that already, you're, you, uh, you're setting yourself up for a problem. You can move your email app and other apps away from your home screen so they're not the first thing you see in your computer. Or maybe you delete the apps that you tend to look at all of the time. I know for me, I'm a little bit of a news junkie. And if I need to get some rest, especially in this season, probably for me for the next two weeks, I need to quit watching the news. I need to quit reading the news on my computer, my phone, and just turn off all those notifications. Yeah, for me, I, as soon as I read this article uh, earlier today, I, I made a reminder for myself to turn off my fantasy football notifications starting tomorrow morning. You need to do that for sure. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have it on my watch and my phone. And it, it gets, I mean, for those of you who are not in the world that I'm in, um, like I know any player who gets injured or is not practicing, whether that player is an offensive lineman or the star quarterback, I'm aware of it. Um, so <laughs> tomorrow kind of ends that season for me, and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to shutting that all down. Um, and yeah, these are really good ideas that Newhoff gives. Just reevaluate what you're doing with your phone, especially over break. And then the last one is set up some really quality uh, device-free time for you and your family. Yeah, you know, it's funny that that's recommended. One of the things we do in our family, and it kind of becomes a joke, uh, my wife and daughter and I, we kind of have a rule, no phones at the table. And you can't believe the grief we give each other when one of us forgets. And mm-hmm. I have to admit... I'm the one that forgets the most often. And it doesn't, it means not only not have your phone at the table, it doesn't count if you take your phone to the table and turn it over because you can't avoid the temptation to wonder what's coming, especially if your phone's on vibrate and it keeps vibrating. Mm. So just, just put them away, put them in another room. And in fact, it's not going to hurt anything if you just turn them off. Just turn them off so you're not looking at them. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Last night we were at a family dinner and, and my nephew kept, <laughs> there was one phone at the table. My nephew kept yelling, no phones at the table. No, <laughs> And he's like two. It was very funny. <laughs> but that, that, that kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. So those are really good practical suggestions, but let's dig a little bit deeper. Dallas Willard was asked by a friend, how do I best teach people about Jesus? And Willard thought, then replied, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. That sounds really interesting, and I'd like to hear more about it, Doyle, but I'm kind of in a hurry myself. Can I get out of here? So, <laughs> yeah, I think we need to hurry and shut this down yeah. before we run out of time. So, of course, I'm making a joke, but we both know that it's also the truth, right? Ruthlessly eliminate hurry? I mean, I feel pretty busted by that. Uh, we want to run well, of course, and we want to live well and love well, and we want to finish well. Um, but in order to do that, we need to rest. Yeah, you know, and I... <laughs> It's funny, the thing we wanted to talk about, I'm not a runner. I'm not even sure if VJ is, but <laughs> VJ loves to uh, play ultimate frisbee and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, runners even find times to take uh, a runner's rest. So they give their bodies chance, chances to recuperate. They give their, their muscles and their system a chance to recuperate. And, uh, you know, who knew God had this figured out <laughs> when he said, be still and, and know that I am God. and how easy it is to forget that, how important it is for us to slow down and just be still. So yeah, if you, if you work out, I'm not a runner, but if you work out like me and you don't know that your rest days are just as important, if not more important than your work days, um, here's another more, a little bit more respected source than my own word. Runner's World says it's important to realize that rest days are when improvements are actually made. 
as opposed to during the days when the runner is training. So who knew? I mean, Doyle already quoted Psalms 46, be still and know that I am God. It's when we slow down and put away work and distractions that we become more aware of God's loving presence. That's when I become aware of my own breathing, even how tired I am. When I'm still, I step back from my hurry and I step into the timelessness of our King's mercy and restoration. Yeah, and I think that uh, we want to, one of the things we want to encourage all of us to do today and as we go in this season is ask this question, am I resting intentionally or passively? And I was thinking of a podcast that DJ shared with me even this morning, a family that they practice the Sabbath. And what they do to start the Sabbath is they light a candle, mm. just like our Jewish brothers and sisters do. And, and they light the candle and they actually literally take a deep breath to intentionally start that time of rest. And so... That's so beautiful. Yeah, we could just, uh, we could take time to sit on the couch to watch TV, take a nap, stare at the window, uh, stop and listen to music, but look around and find some intentional places to do that. Yeah, so I know this question is kind of borrowing from the athletic world and from, you know, kind of this weird spiritual America world, but intentional rest versus passive rest is, is a big deal, right? The things that Doyle just named, you know, watching TV, staring out a window, daydreaming, these are all things that can be great for short periods, but they're seriously lacking in return on interest or any benefits, right? Intentional rest is the type of rest that gives us a return on our investment, whether it's prayer, worship, fellowship, meditation, or journaling. Those are all great examples of spiritual disciplines. Uh, side note, I found a really solid list of spiritual disciplines at artofmanliness.com. And all of them are great examples of intentional rest. And they, they all offer re a return on our time invested. So hopefully we can start to see that much of the resting that takes place in our lives is passive. And because of that, we're missing out on the restoration the peace, joy, and rest that comes from intentionally resting in God's presence. Yeah, so we want to encourage you to set a goal. The goal would be to make a decision once a day, each day in this season, over the next 7 or 14 days, um, trading in cheap rest, the passive type of rest, for valuable rest. Maybe take one at a time, and we hope what will happen is you'll join us and enjoy this challenge, and as a result, You'll experience some restoration to your, to your body physically and to your soul spiritually. Yeah, please join us in this. To, you know, to watch one less episode of something tonight and spend, spend your time journaling or reflecting or uh, in worship. Um, so we're just going to finish with Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 from the message paraphrase. Yeah, and it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That sounds really good, DJ. Yeah, amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. And good luck resting.